Welcome to the Stephen and Arjun's Football Podcast, where they discuss anything football, everything football. This podcast is brought to you by Starshot Bakery and Misuboy SG. Craving for party treats like cakes and cookies in Subang Jaya? Visit starshot.bakery on Instagram. Or would you like tiramisu in Singapore? Visit misuboy.sg on Instagram as well. Good day listeners and welcome to another episode of the Steven Arjun's Football Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Mr. Boy SG and Starshot Bakery. Last week, we had a Champions League final preview with our guest fans, Yash and Albert. And it was a quite a, uh, an uh, amazing and uh, entertaining final, which ended in Chelsea beating Manchester City 1-0 in the final and thus leaving their second Champions League trophy. And today we're going to talk about uh, a post-season review of the firstly the Premier League season and of course also uh, a top six club of how how did they perform and what is the um, uh, season's rating for each of them. So what we'll do today is firstly we'll talk about which club had a successful season, which club had a disappointing one and the top six um, club season rating from 1 to 10. And also last but not least is looking forward what are the ideal transfer targets for our top six clubs. So without further ado, let us start today's discussion. And today we also have our uh, residence guest, um, Uday. Uday, welcome. Hi. Thanks for inviting <laughs> me again. <laughs> and as well as my co-host, Arjun. Arjun. Yes, good How to you? be back. Good. Discussing a very interesting topic as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I think let us start off with uh, which club had a successful season. Um, uh, Arjun, maybe uh, you will uh, kick, uh, kick off by starting on, do you think which club have the most yeah, successful so, season? So, yeah. uh, I mean, generally looking through the Premier League, uh, definitely looking at the top six first. Uh, out of the top six, I would only say Man City and Chelsea had a successful season, for obvious reasons. Man City lifted the Premier League, uh, Chelsea lifted the Champions League. Other than that, um, to be honest, I think United have been disappointing that they haven't won a single trophy this season. Despite, yes, there is, has been progress, but I think it, it's still a disappointing season. Liverpool, I think they have to be disappointed as well. Yes, given that their injuries they had, it's still fantastic that they managed to finish third after being behind for so long. But overall, I think trophy last season, finishing third, it has to be disappointing. Uh, Chelsea, yeah, as mentioned, and then Spurs and Arsenal, of course, finishing out of the top four. Trophy as well. Uh, has to be very disappointing. So I don't think they had a successful season. Looking outside the top six, uh, I'd say Leicester and West Ham have had good seasons. West Ham has had a fantastic season. So have Leeds United. I think Leeds are one of the first uh, Premier League clubs to finish in the top half after in the first season that they are in the Premier League after promotion, which is amazing for Marco Bielsa. And of yeah. course, considering West Ham, that they were relegation candidates last season. Uh, David Moyes have brought them up to six. And even then, West Ham fans must be disappointed because they were fought for such a long period of time. That shows what a good season they've had. Uh, signings like Lingard have fitted in so well with the existing players like Declan Rice to really, like West Ham have played fantastic. Leicester, although they will be disappointed that they missed out on top four, having been in second and third place, it's still been a Relatively good season, I would say, for Brendan Rodgers. So, yeah, overall, I would say Man City, Chelsea, Leicester, West Ham, and Leeds. 
would be my five clubs that I'd say had a good season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. I think he summarized it very well. Um, first of all, I think uh, the final, we got to congratulate Chelsea for winning the Champions League. That's one thing we definitely have to top marks for Tuchel for being able to win three times in a row against Pep Guardiola. I listened to the last podcast and uh, our Chelsea fan wasn't very confident of that happening. Even the probability, even Tuchel himself said it. But very well done. <laughs> Um, to Chelsea and um, I think it was a good decision that they stacked Frank Lampard now on the yes, side yes it yes. was honestly it was great uh, Chelsea legend got sacked halfway and then they win the Champions League and still make it into the top 4 although the last game was a bit uh, scary for them but they still made it into the top 4 so it's just great anyways so it's good for them congratulations to Chelsea again fantastic so Chelsea yeah Man City again winners I think I brought it up in our first podcast how like they were going to win everything. I already knew they were going to win everything. It's such a pity that they didn't win everything. But yeah, they did a successful... Premier League, they did fantastic. Um, looking at the other people around, I feel that Leicester did a great job as well, even though they missed out on the top four. Agreed, like uh, we were talking about how they were the team that was spent the longest time in the top four. But winning a mm. cup is always very important, especially as a manager like Brendan Rodgers who we feel that it's a bottle every time or is not very uh, successful because he doesn't win a lot of cups. So it's great that he used this, um, had an t- opportunity to win with Leicester, even though it's such a thin, thinly squad, thin squad. And now fifth place is now the Leicester City place right now. Because two seasons in a row, they've won fifth already. So like how the eighth <laughs> place is the Everton Cup. So fifth is now the Leicester Cup right now. That's what we <laughs> need to realize that. Um, looking at around, um, I felt that Leeds are fantastic. I've been watching them since uh, day one and I have been quietly uh, praising them, not in this podcast. They've done really well. Um, even the manager was able to adapt his defensive problems at the start of the season to make, it, to make their defense much tighter, which was great. Um, I think one of the highlights of their defense was when they beat Man City as well. So that's oh. one thing that I would like to highlight. One of the teams that was very disappointed, a uh, few teams very disappointed. One is uh, Sheffield United, of course. Last season, they finished uh, 10th, or I think around there. And now this season, they got relegated. I think with one of the lowest amount of points. As well as Wolves. Um, you wouldn't say it, <laughs> them to be disappointed, but it's because they were in Europe the previous season. And now this season, they ended in 13th place. So, very disappointing. From 7 to 13, I found that a bit disappointing. Now that they even lost the manager. Um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting for Wolves next season to see how they cop up. Yeah, I'd like to talk about a club that I missed out as well. Like, looking at the table, I totally agree with the disappointing clubs. Sheffield and Wolves, for sure. In the top six, Spurs and Arsenal are definitely disappointing. But other than that, another club which I think did really well is Newcastle. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> at the start of the season, I... Pen them down as relegation candidates for sure. I really thought they would <laughs> me, be relegated. Me too. Me too. Somehow it's amazing that they have not only survived but they're up to 12th. They're like mid table. Yeah. It's amazing. Mid-table. And with yeah. Steve Bruce, who, who knew? Yeah. yeah. Alan said Maximan is a huge difference. Like I think yeah, um, during the, when we were recording, he was injured. And Wilson yeah. as well, they were both injured or they kept on interchangeably becoming injured. Like one, one person injured for two to three games and the next. So I think when they became fit, Newcastle was another force to reckon with. That's one thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, 
Uh, my turn, ah. Uh. <laughs> the clubs that are successful this season, I feel they are for in in my opinion they are. Uh, 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 three. Okay. Firstly, is MU. I feel MU had a successful season. Why? Because they finished second place. It is one of the best finish. It's the best finish uh, since uh, Mourinho, Mourinho's time. And they, 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 you know, they went into the European final and there are, there are holes and there are like, how to say, uh, room for improvement within that squad. And, and to be able to finish second ahead of the clubs like Liverpool, uh, uh, Chelsea, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite an amazing feat. For some, for a rookie manager like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. yeah. So, so yeah, I know MU fans may be disappointed, but I still feel that it is a good result like, and a good achievement. Yeah. yeah. The second club that I feel that it is successful is Chelsea because of their, you know, their Champions League win this season and winning Champions League is of course, you know, champions of Europe, and it's quite a big thing. Yeah. So, uh, that's why they are successful and also their top four finish as well. The third club that is, um, I feel it is successful this season is. Uh, Leicester City because they finally win a trophy for their you know a small club winning a trophy and then uh, to be able to compete and fight for the top four for a large part of the season is you know deserve credit and even though they, they, they miss out in the end but it's still you know we have it, they are a force to be reckoned with uh, start from uh, next season onwards yeah so that is that's how I feel definitely and within my class of being successful this season uh, um I, I don't have City in the list. Uh. It, it is a controversial uh, decision or, uh, or a choice for me. But I wouldn't put them as unsuccessful, but I wouldn't put them as a successful season. Uh. Because for uh, uh, my argument is that for the amount of money that cities has spent and, you know, the rebuilding, you know, coming, uh, you know, last, last season their defensive was not good enough and then, oh, oh no, we lost to Liverpool. Uh, we lost our title to, with Liverpool. And then okay, let's go and splurge again and buy buy another defender. Ruben Diaz came in. So, Nathan Ake as well. Yeah, Nathan Ake as well. Yeah, and and Nathan is so like how much? Forty million? Thirty million? Yeah, I think thirty something million. Thirty five probably somewhere there. Yeah, 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 definitely it's not cheap, and I don't remember it as being as a free transfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ferran right. Torres from Valencia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so if I am the owner of City, I will say. Okay, you won the Premier League. Yes, that is like, that is what uh, that is what I expected you to win. But how about our, you know, Champions League? And where where do we go from here? Do you do you want to spend more money? You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I do have to question Pep's tactic in the final. You know, they, oh, yeah. they didn't play a defensive. Not starting a defensive. Yeah. 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 So Aguero is leaving. So you want me to spend more money to 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 win the Champions League. Maybe, maybe he thought he was surprised to show by doing something different and he backfired. I mean, <laughs> Pep is famous for doing stuff like this. We already know yeah. that. Um, I, I like what you said, Stephen. Fine. Yeah. Agreed. Um, about, but I, I have just a few things that I wanted to discuss with regard to this. Mm-hmm. Sure, Manchester United, um, successful season. And for your opinion, fine. Yeah, as a Manchester United fan, like you said, we think it's alright. You know, one step forward, two steps back. But just looking at the past few, three, four seasons, the pe- person who finished second, right? I think it was interchangeable between Liverpool and Man City between the last three seasons. 
I'm yes. just looking at second place finishes. I feel like the 2019 Man City finishing second is much better than Manchester United winning second this season. Even 2018 Liverpool finishing second is much better. Even going back to 2017, 2017 I think that was Mourinho. I feel like even that was better because it was Mourinho's worst season and he still won the Europa League with us. And I think half the squad was injured at this. So I feel like it's not, it's very underwhelming second place. Yeah, it's, it's great we, we got second. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not disappointed at it, but it's very underwhelming second place. You know, that's what I feel like. That's the I, issue we have. I, I agree, definitely. Because um, if you look at the table as well, like Man City only got 86 points, if I may say so, because they've had like 90 plus point seasons, 100 point seasons. And so in general, it's been a, quite a poor season. And United yeah. could have easily capitalized on it, but they didn't. So that says yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah. Although they've had the joint fewest losses, which is six with Man City, but the amount of draws is so frustrating. Yeah. That if, is one thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. If we could only turn several of those draws into wins, we would be closer to Man City already. So I think, like from uh, from what you say from Man United's perspective, it always feels like one step forward, two steps back. Because all yes, second place seems like an achievement. But if you doubt people, it seems like we are we haven't actually improved that much. The Even true the true part. League also. Sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. But as an as an as a fan outside looking in, yeah, I, yeah. I just look at you know Ole's yeah. uh yeah. time as a manager itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, his highest finish and your finish in the uh finish in a European final. So um okay, I, I feel that it's a bit unlucky that they lost it. Yeah, you know, yeah. through the but yeah, yeah. So I don't see it one step forward, two step To be honest, to be honest, some part of me is glad that we lost the Europa League final because of Sorry? how we. Some part of me is glad that we lost the Europa League final because of how okay. we played in the final. Because I feel we didn't deserve to win with that performance. And if we did win, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone would be like, "Oh, it's such a successful season for United," and like we'll tend to sweep all the problems under the carpet. If you know what I mean. Yep. Yep. Right. So now, now at least it forces people and maybe even holding himself to look and to say how we can really improve. Yep. Yeah, but if you look at result-wise uh, and table-wise, yeah. uh, it's the best result. It's the best finish ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I still believe he's the man for United. It's just, I think he needs to win a trophy soon. I think it's more of the fact that the top six was really bad this season. Or oh, even the top yeah. eight, you know, putting West Ham and Leicester and Spurs and Arsenal. Yeah, 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 this season else. is a weird season la, because of the fans. I'm not trying to find excuse for Liverpool, but you know, yeah, it's yeah. a weird season. Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a weird season for everyone, right? Um, but I feel yeah. like everyone in the top six um, was quite disappointing. That's why uh, Manchester United was able to sneak in second. So Yeah, the one thing I was really point. proud of was that United had the away unbeaten record. Although it oh, came yeah. with a ton of draws, I, yeah. I was still pretty happy with that. It's just if our home form, if we can turn that around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright, so uh, shall we move on to the second point, which is which club have a disappointing season? I think we covered that. Sure. Yeah, I, I covered, covered a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. covered a we bit. Covered. Uh. <laughs> we covered quite a bit. Again. <laughs> yeah, so should we move on to the third point or you want to yeah. go yeah. deeper on this one? Let's go to the point. Uh. Let's go okay. to the point. Uh. Yeah, okay. uh, I, think, uh, I think I can briefly, uh, I was going to talk yeah. about uh, Arsenal actually. Okay. Mm. So uh, at, uh, last season, Atita took over halfway, if I'm not mistaken. And then yes. he finished eighth. And uh, everyone was saying, give him one more season. And then he finished eighth again this season. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we have seen flashes of brilliance in Arteta. I'm not saying no. He does seem like, at times, he knows what he's doing. 
Uh, maybe he's not backed enough in the transfer uh, transfer market as well. So I don't know. As an Arsenal fan, would I be happy with consecutive eighth place finishes? Probably not. These days, I don't think you can be too patient with consecutive eighth place finishes. It's quite bad for a club like Arsenal. So as an Arsenal okay. fan, I might not be too happy with uh, Azizah. <laughs> to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Um, from what I know from Arsenal's fan perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know lah. They are quite happy with Ateta for some reason. <laughs> they support him. Yeah. And but from the table wise, they are quite happy that they finished eight because they don't have to go for the Europa Conference League. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I, I get what you mean. They can concentrate on the Premier League. Yeah. Um. Just wanted yeah. to highlight something. I was speaking to my dad earlier, who's an Arsenal fan. Mm. Um. He summarized Arsenal's season very well, which I thought was really good. Arsenal is like a drunken football team. You know, they'll, they'll have flashes of brilliance, they'll be really good sometimes, but then sometimes it's just not consistent, you know. Just, you see drunk people and you just realise that, okay, fine. This guy may be drunk for a reason. He may be smart or whatever, but it's just, they just keep on losing their touch all the time and they keep on misplacing their passes, like in their final third. It doesn't feel like they are going anywhere with Arteta. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. True. Interesting. Ajin, I remember our first podcast back in December. We already yeah. had the question whether Ateta should stay or go. Remember? Exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> if, if you remember... So back in December. If, if you remember last yeah. season, we compared Ole, Ateta or Lampard, if you remember. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it seems like Ole has done the best out of the three, by far. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lampard has been safe and Ateta, or to be honest, doesn't look like he's too far away. Yeah. To be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Arsenal last season was, if you did that podcast last season, the fact that they won the FA Cup, we would have a successful season. But yeah. this season, they're terrible. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Not that I have an answer of how to improve Arsenal's fortune, but... <laughs> <laughs> but looking at the manager. Form, <laughs> look, they did, they did finish the season with you know, five consecutive windows. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Arsenal yeah. and Liverpool had the best form, right? Finishing... If I'm not mistaken. Correct, yes, yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, so I was actually quite surprised to see Arsenal in 8. Because previously I was, you know, I was seeing them in like 10, 11, fighting with Leeds for, I, for 9th place. I think because, yeah, yeah, because they were quite far behind and then the clubs around them screwed up, right? So they had a chance yeah, to yeah. climb slight, uh, above the table and they finished just a point behind Spurs. So just not too bad considering where they were. Yeah. Uh, true, true. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they dodged a bullet by not going to the conference league as well. Yeah. Unlucky yeah, yeah. Spurs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think even just wanted to highlight another team that I thought was a bit disappointing was Everton. They had a really good start yeah. to the season. Um, and you thought that their manager, Carlo Ancelotti, Champions League winner, Premier League winner, would be able to at least put them in the Europa League spot or the Champions League spot. But I think Everton being Everton... Um, trying to win in the Everton Cup. They didn't even successfully win it. They finished 10th <laughs> after that. So I think at one point they were in the top four. If I'm mistaken. Yeah. Yes. So it's a bit disappointing as well as we're an Everton fan. Um, not yeah. too sure what can you do right now. You have such a great manager. Is it because and, and, their team is really And a pretty decent team? squad as well, I would say. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, going beyond their first 11, they may not have a good squad. Yeah, um, that's fair. The squad depth is not there. Yeah, oh, the but to, not be, there. to be fair, West Ham don't have such a great squad depth as well. Yeah, sure. I guess the yeah. management-wise, the guy was really good. Yeah. Uh, David Boyce. Something just clicked this season. 
Oh, West Ham. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Arjun, do you remember that three weeks ago you were telling me that Everton can finish above Liverpool with the game in hand? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, then I was saying I think it's impossible because I'm Good quite confident guys. that Everton will slip out. True enough, yeah. And yeah. yeah so I think it's a it's a mentality kind of thing. Yeah. That they have the the the, the players and the manager, the quality is there, but mm. you know, it takes yeah. time, lah. I feel yeah, it takes definitely. time to definitely. Yeah. Yeah, like for example, Hopefully. if you put Antelope in West Brom, it's not going to change overnight, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Shall we move on to the third point, Arjun? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Top six clubs season rating from one to ten. Okay, shall we start with City, Arjun? What is your rating for them? City. Um <laughs> to be fair, earlier I I had them at a higher rating, but having listened to your point, I think that's that's a very fair point what, what you mentioned about them having spent a lot and being expected to win the Premier League. So I would go maybe, uh, I will still go uh, 8 out of 10 because they still did win the Premier League and that's not very easy. So yeah, I will, I will say Man City 8 out of 10. Yep, same here, 8 out of 10 also um, because of the win in the Premier League. I think because they narrowly missed the Champions League win and because they also FA Cup semi-finalists and the Carabao Cup uh, winners, which I think should just be called the Man City Cup right now already. Uh, yes. So they won it four seasons in a row. So 8 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember last month or two months ago, City fans were talking about quadruple, you know, can we finish with all four <laughs> trophies going up? Uh, it's a bit of anti-climax come end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, Agreed. okay, la, 7 out of 10 la, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more. Uh, I expect a bit more from City, or I'm, I'm more critical of City's performance just because mm-hmm. they spend much more money. Okay. Yep. So yep. the yep. expectation should be there, lah. Uh, yep. I feel. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. How about yeah? Uh, MU, Arjun. So United, I would go for the six out of ten because, Oof. as I mentioned, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a bit harsh, definitely. But I think going trophyless is a bad season in any season. Uh, no matter if you finish second or if you finish fourth, it doesn't matter. Okay, if you finish second or third, it doesn't matter too much. You still qualify for the Champions League. So if you're trophy- trophyless, you're trophyless. In fact, this season is much better to be Chelsea. They finished fourth, but they won the Champions League. So I think yeah, six out of ten for me for United. Yeah, it's harsh, but it's also the same rating I gave. <laughs> <laughs> Six out of ten as well. Um, I think I th- again what he said was fantastic. Uh, just bringing back to the old podcast where I said that. Um, Manchester United need to win a trophy. Yeah. So that's it. Six out of ten. No further comments. Yeah, but this season they are one step closer to it, lah. You know, <laughs> second place and final. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Okay, it's a seven out of, out of ten for me. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. So you have City uh, and United on the same rating. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> because of different expectations. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Arjun, Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool, a uh, very big season. Started uh, decent. I think they were leading the table at Christmas or something like that. Is it? Yeah. Uh, and then it went downhill from there. They got the injuries and so on. And then, miraculously, let's keep the season at the end by finishing third. Uh, so I will go for about 7 out of 10. Cause, just because uh, I was going to go for the worst rating because they also went trophyless. But given the fact that uh, a lot of title winners have not tended to do well in the following season. Uh, I don't think we have had many defending Premier League champions. 
So I think Liverpool finishing in third is a decent season. Maybe nothing to celebrate, but I think it's okay. So seven out of ten. Ude? I got it at seven out of ten, but then I'm just going to give an additional zero point five because they got sixty nine points. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Okay, this is my club. So, um, I would say throughout this season, there are only two teams that challenge for the Premier League trophy, which is Liverpool and City. I I don't put United as challenging for the trophy this season, Premier League yeah. this season, because they were like, they were a distance behind yeah. all season. Yes, they finished second, but they were you know a distant, a, a far bit behind from the mm-hmm. first place lah. Yeah, so uh, I feel it's it, it, it is a good. Good season, or considering that we had all four or all three of our starting centre back injured for most part of the season, yeah, and we had to uh fill two inexperienced um centre backs, and we managed to won eight out of ten of the of the last ten games lah. So um, yeah, seven seven point five from me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully next season we we won't be this unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next one, Chelsea. Adun. Huh. Chelsea. I would go for eight out of ten as well. Um. <laughs> and all the eight marks is for Tuchel for sure, because just because of not he didn't even just rescue Chelsea to a top four finish, but he won the Champions League as well. He turned a disappointing season into a successful season. So, I think 8 out of 10 for sure for Chelsea. Um, yeah, I, I guess everyone keeps on giving the same marks. It's 8 out of 10 as well. <laughs> um, I think the explanation, I think, very well spot on. Um, even Mendy um, deserves a mention in this podcast. I think if it wasn't for the change in goalkeepers, um, Chelsea might have struggled uh, quite badly. So, Mendy getting Thiago Silva so with all of this, we even with Tuchel, it's definitely an error of ten. And chill well as well. Yeah, chill well as well. Great yeah. buy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, like okay, fair play. They they spent a lot of money as well at the start yep, of the season. They did. They did. Werner, Harvard, but you know it didn't come good lah. They didn't win a trophy, which is a Champions League, Champions of yes, Europe. And yeah. this is also a good example for Arsenal. I feel that when mm-hmm. things go wrong, you set your manager. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you, you get what I mean? When, when, you know, when things are getting tough for Chelsea with Lampard, they set him and then they turn it around. Yeah. 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 So but Chelsea was lucky yeah. that Tuchel was available at the time. I think uh, Arsenal need to sack the man- their manager when there is a top class manager available for them to straight away uh, pick it up. Like if well, Ancelotti gets kicked out by Everton, Arsenal should go to well, quickly well, get him. Uh, uh, Conte is free right now and Pochettino yeah, as well. They can get Conte as well, yeah, whoever it is. But they got to get a top-class manager. That's one thing that we need to point out. Yeah, but Allegri was free whole season though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel it's not about waiting for the prime manager. I feel there is managers in the market, you know? Yes, yes. Sure. Uh, sure. Sorry, Sorry is free, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, for me, for Chelsea, I'm very impressed with them this season. Turns out, it's a, it's a good season for them. Lah. Managed to, you know, salvage a, a very poor season. It's a mm-hmm. 9 out of 10 from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next Quite up high. is... Yeah. Uh, Tottenham. Ask Arjun. Tottenham. Tottenham. Um, yeah, of course. Very bad season. 
another trophy <laughs> season. Uh, I, they sacked Jose Mourinho, replacing Brian Mason. Uh, they were still not, did not do well enough to reach even the Europa League spot. A very poor season, definitely. Uh, far cry from under Pochettino, where they, they reached the Champions League final. So I would say about four out of ten, probably. Um, the only saving grace is that probably they still manage to enter Europe through the Conference League. I don't know whether it's a good thing for Spurs fans, but yeah, four out of ten. Winning the Conference League can qualify automatically to the Europa League group stage. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, Uday, your score? Um, I think uh, maybe around six. I think a bit of being too harsh on Tottenham. Of course, there was one point they were leading and everything, but compared to the previous season, they finished six. Now they're finishing seventh. I think they even had more points as well compared to the previous season. Um, they just, I guess they lacked the finishing touch. They lacked the... Uh, Build up play. Harry Kane was fantastic, by the way. We keep on forgetting that. Yeah. Um, so I guess six out of ten, um, because uh the Harry Kane was the golden boot winner. That's the only reason. <laughs> okay, I'm giving a four because it's a disappointing campaign in terms of the Europa League as well as the Premier League. La. You mm. know, the shock I did to the uh Slavia Prague, is it? Yeah, if yes, I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, and you know, finishing an underwhelming seventh. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I feel their squad is quite. You know, I remember we talked, uh, we discussed with Cedric before. Like on paper, they are quite good. You know, Bergwijn, yeah. Thorn, Lucas Mora, Harry Kane, Lamela, Lorenzo, like, yeah, world class attackers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm giving a four then. All right. Um. Last but not least, Arsenal. Arjun. <laughs> um, I was tempted to go for a very low score for Arsenal, but I I remembered that uh, we, I, I've always seen them around 6, 7, 8 in the past, I don't know how many seasons. Uh, it's been such a long time since we saw them in the Champions League, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I would go for a 4 out of 10 as well. Uh, I think in that sense, like given the expectations, uh, Arsenal have finished in around where they usually finish, so... Yeah, four out of ten. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, around five out of ten for me. Um, they have no direction. I don't know why they even got William on board into Arsenal. Um, I think it was just one of those weirdest pre-signings. Even though he did average, but yeah, I think five out of ten because of no direction and the fact that they have finished eight without a trophy as well. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, same, same, same score, like, about 4 or 5 out of 10 for me. The thing is, we are starting to get used to Arsenal finishing in this position, so that's not good for you know, an Arsenal fan. Arsenal yeah. Fan, yeah. yeah. Okay, Um. last but not least, I do transfer target for top 6 clubs. Um, City? Um, <laughs> it's hard to say. I don't think... But to be honest, uh, I think City probably just needs a striker to rival Jesus, uh, Jesus when Aguero leaves. Kane, mm. I, I guess, is the ideal transfer target for them. That's about it. I don't think they need anyone else. Yeah, okay. Uh, Uday, do you want to uh, talk about MU? Um, yeah, MU. I think um, I brought this up earlier as well in the previous podcast. We need like a backup player for each position. We still haven't found a backup player oh. for Bruno, which is really disappointing. We may need a right winger as well. We may need a center defensive midfielder and maybe a center back. So, ideal choice of uh, players, mm-hmm. I think, 
of course we want Sancho. But let's not forget all these players like Trezeguet or Ben Rama who had really great seasons this seasons from Aston Villa at West Ham. These are perfect targets that we get. We even go ahead and get um, that little player we spoke about, that Canadian guy, Jonathan David. Yeah. yeah mm. These are the kind of guys that MU should be targeting. You know, they're cheap. Low cheap guys. Well, right? Yeah, cheap. exactly. Yeah. Instead of getting someone like Sancho. Um, mm. Center defensive midfielder of choice, maybe Tillemans. Tillemans looks like the kind of guy that MU needs. Um, you see the way he plays in Leicester. Seems like the kind of guy MU needs to be able to go box to box, can even go side by side as well as cover every single blade of grass. Uh, centre-back, we definitely need another world-class centre-back to pair up with Harry Maguire. Um, mm. Maybe swap someone for Phil Jones. I don't know, get someone else <laughs> to replace Phil yeah. Jones. Um, that's Manchester United. Uh, what we need. We may even need a striker as well. Um, we can try to see if we can get uh, Kane or Haaland. Unlikely though. Wait. <laughs> Okay, um, for Liverpool-wise, I feel that we need a replacement for Wijnaldum. He has been an amazing servant for us. Um, top three, I don't think we need a replacement because uh, Diego Jota is there. And uh, centre-back, we just signed Ibrahima Konate. So, hopefully he's good. Yeah, just a replacement for Wijnaldum then. Mm, Chelsea, Arjun. Um... I think Arjun's not here, is it? Uh, sorry, they just signed everyone they need. Uh, <laughs> and they want to get the So I really don't see that they need to sign anyone. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Tottenham, uh, Ude. Oh, yeah. Tottenham, if Harry Kane's going, they definitely need to go for a striker. Um, mm. Ollie Watkins is available. Patrick Bamford is... I mean, it's not, they're not available, but they're there to replace them. Uh, Patrick Bamford... Yeah. Games. That's one thing. Maybe they also need another uh, defensive midfielder um, mm. to tighten things up at the back. Um, mm. I don't know. Gareth Bale is out, so they might need to replace him. Uh, like I said, there's all those other yeah. players, you know? Um One thing I wanted to highlight, hey, back to Liverpool. Um, don't you think that Liverpool needs like a backup to Trent and Robertson? Like, imagine, I think Trent was injured this season for some time, and I think even their creative outlook, they weren't that creative over them. Uh, yes. I mean, it's, it's affected, lah. Because, yeah. but, 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 but then again, there, there is backup for Trent, which is Joe Gomez. Okay. For one, and then maybe the third choice drive back is James Milner, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we have this youngster called Neko Williams. For yeah. left back, Klopp did sign. Uh, Klopp did sign a, a, a substitute left-back which is called uh, Kostas Simikas last season. Okay. But, but he rarely played this season because of, yeah. you know, Ro- Ro- Robertson continued to be uh, that consistent and mm-hmm. stay injury-free. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 I think that's well covered on both sides. Yeah. 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 Okay, so for Arsenal, I feel um, they need you know, improvement in terms of the centre defender department because since they are quite weak, for quite a long time in terms of the CB, CB area. And now also on top of that, David Lewis is leaving at the end of this season. So, of course, they need they need reinforcement lah in terms of, I feel it's both of their centre defender position. Uh, Odegaard, they might want to look at, I, I, I think the latest news is that Odegaard wants to go back to Real. So, he has been performing well this season. And also, Sebaos, I think Sebaos is still on a loan right from Real Madrid. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, they need to address this two positions as well. I think Older Cup played very well in terms of their Ozil number 10 role um, in the second half of last season. And, you know, it's either tying him down long term or getting a replacement. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. That's about it for Arsenal from what I see from outside looking in. Their manager needs addressing as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I was like, just get a new manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like now there are a lot of good managers, you know, on 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 the market. So, Zidane, yeah, Conte, wow, yeah, yeah. or Mourinho. He's in Roma now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Roma, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Roma now. Yeah. Wow, if Arsenal get Zidane, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I think you get frustrated at Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think we have covered all six teams. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that concludes today's podcast. Um, Uday, Arjun, anything else to add? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm gonna talk about West Ham. <laughs> we definitely didn't cover West Ham. Yeah. We have to cover them. I think um they had a successful season overall. Um, David Moyes has done a fantastic job. He has made a Suchek a goal scoring machine. I bet it was just the first half or the middle part of the season, but it was they were fantastic. Um, top. Like congratulations to them to go to Europe. I can't wait to see them next season doing well in Europe. I hope they do yes. well. Lala, it's refreshing to see that the representative for English football in the Europa League is West Ham and Leicester. Yeah. Um yeah, one more thing. Arjun, I think you asked me before about you know who would I see as a suitable Genie Wynaldo's replacement, and I said Thomas Suchek, remember. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah turns out, t- turns out he's, he's not a bad goal-scoring midfielder as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, probably he's a, he will be a cheaper alternative. La. But now, I think the rumours are that Liverpool are looking at uh, 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 Bisuma from Brighton. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's quite cheap as yeah. well. He's like around yeah, 30 million, I think. <laughs> yeah, but I think, how much? 40 million? 30 they, no, Brighton said they just dropped their valuation. So they dropped their valuation. Okay, go. Yeah, good, good, go ahead. Yeah. Hopefully, Lalana can convince him to come over. Oh, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. talk about um Leicester as well. Um. No, I think we already covered Leicester as well. So I think it's about it. Yeah. yeah. How can Leicester improve for next season? Now? Hmm. Oh yeah, I mean they definitely have to build up on your squad depth. That's one thing they need to um, uh, back up center back, back up right back, back up left back. Everything needs to be. Might have a huge overhaul. I'm sure the owners would be happy to spend, but to target the players, that's one thing they need to do really well. Yeah, you don't and want to spend also, like a hundred million. Yeah, go on. Sorry, uh, and also I was thinking like they they earlier in the season when Barney was struggling a bit. I think I, I was thinking they needed an alternative to Wani in the goal scoring, yeah. but they got yeah, that in Ihenacho. So I don't think yeah. we really need like a, another striker. But no, then again, if they do. want to play these two together, yeah. then yeah, they probably yeah. need someone to stay longer. It's a backup. Yeah, definitely they need a backup. Uh, I think sure. someone like when uh, they won the league, I don't know whether you guys remember, they had uh, Shinji Okazaki. Who oh, yeah. Was a pure substitute. Or yeah. Whenever he started the match, he came off very early. So yeah, exactly. you know, someone like that, like a player who can fill in, uh, to have yeah. in the squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not forget Harvey Barnes and James Madison's injury definitely um 
put a dent in their top four hopes. So they definitely need like a backup to those two as well. Like both of them got injured at the same time and they were like, because they were both doing really well until up to the point they got injured. Yeah. I think Harvey Barnes was on form, if I'm not mistaken. And then he got injured and then they just, Leicester's like form just went down completely. So they definitely need to try to build up on those areas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, and it's quite it's quite uh commendable that they did not dip after selling Harry Maguire, the captain yeah, and the yeah. at the back, you know. That's I true. think they replaced uh, him well. They had Soyuncu, yeah. then they had Basically Fofana as well. Also brilliant. Yeah. Fofana has a shout for one of the best uh um signings this season, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like imagine putting in uh, like MU in Leicester shoe, like if they lose Bruno Fernandez, like Bruno Fernandez go to Barcelona. You know, uh, but to be, fair, to be fair, I don't think Harry Maguire was as important to Leicester as Bruno is to United. Oh, he isn't? Like, uh, know, uh, no, I, I think Buddy was probably, right? Buddy was probably the mm-hmm. more apt comparison to Bruno. Mm. Yeah, Buddy to Bruno, maybe. Maybe someone like uh, Van Dyke is yeah. what you're trying to focus on. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was my exactly. Mm. Okay, alright. I think that concludes today. Anything else to add? Goal of the season, Eric Lamella versus Arsenal. Uh, okay. Nope. Uh, Rabona uh, goal. He's called a Rabona. Yes, I, know. I, I remember, I remember, but I, but I disagree. Oh, oh, honestly, I would, I would. oh, you disagree? Then what's your goal of the season? <laughs> what's your goal Alex Bond against West Brom. <laughs> who against who? Against who? <laughs> Alisson against West Brom. Ah, yes. Okay. I, I would go for Kamano <laughs> against Fulham. <laughs> okay, again, it's about expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. he went into the penalty area, but I, I just expect him to cause a nuisance in the penalty area, yeah, not yeah, to yeah. score a goal. Not to, score. <laughs> but, 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 to be honest, it would be crazy. It would be amazing if Alison won goal of the season. Um, yeah, if you put, yeah, exactly. If you put all things into consideration, the importance of the goal. The um how the goal was scored and everything definitely Ellison would be up there. Yeah. Because but, even that uh, Rabona scored by Labeda, they still mm-hmm. lost the game altogether. They still lost the game. Yes. Yes. But, yes, but that's yes, the thing. Yeah. 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 Goal of the season. They don't consider the importance of the goal or who scored the goal. Yeah. Right? That's true. It's just that's the beauty true. of the goal or like yeah, uh, yeah. how difficult was it to score the goal? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I was I was watching that match and I was giving up. You know. I think that that is Liverpool Champions League season over. Like dream <laughs> over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Little did you know, Liverpool fans Yes. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what? What made me the uh, uh, how to say? What made me so happy is because the expectation was low, and you know yeah. it came yeah. up yeah. Like, You know, like if when that score a header like that, then okay, look, yeah, okay, that's pretty winner. You expect that. to score, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like my explanation about why I feel that City is okay. You have a mediocre mm-hmm. season, ah. Uh, same yeah, thing, I, I can't wait to uh, Okay, alright. Anything else to add? Uh, that's it. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered a lot <laughs> today. <laughs> okay, alright. Um, fellow listeners, if you have anything to add or share or want us to cover, please do leave us a DM on our Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Steven underscore Rock underscore on. That is at S-T-E-P-H-E-N underscore R-O-C-K underscore O-N. Or Arjun's Instagram handle that is at Ruven Arjun. That is at R V A N A R J U N. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by Missile Boy SG and Starstruck Bakery. We'll see you again next time. Stay safe. Bye bye.